Hello and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to another deep dive episode. Woohoo! Oh, these are always the funnest. Um, so I'll just say up top, because we said last week that we were going to reveal the results of last week's battle, but that not in today's episode. So we're kicking it another week. You have one more week to vote. Yes. One more week to get in your battle votes and also your book club questions. Next week's episode, we will be doing our Ask Me About K-Pop book club on Idol Gossip. Thank you very much. And we're casting the movie. So put in your... Uh, suggestions for who should be in our fictional movie of yes. idol gossip send in your headshots for our open call yes but today is deep dive time for a wonderful group that we love a lot and when we got them in the random game like a month or two ago we were emotionally taken <laughs> we weren't prepared <laughs> we weren't prepared so we wanted to since this year beginning of 2021 got seven closed a chapter on being got seven at jyp we thought we would take some time to look at that time and appreciate it and love got seven yes and we want to be very clear that we are not saying goodbye to got seven in this deep dive because they did not technically disband although all the members have left jyp so this is just a goodbye jyp era <laughs> of got seven hello potential new era where they defy the odds at seven different companies and come together to maybe still be GOT7? We'll see. We'll find out. We'll find out. But for now, let's take a dive into what they've accomplished in the last s seven years. Yeah, seven. Yeah, seven. They did seven. Okay. <laughs> um, but before we start, we always start deep dives with a little context of where we are coming from as the hosts at this group, GOT7. So... My introduction to GOT7 was a little bit, like about a year after they debuted, Jackson went joined a reality show that I really loved called Roommate. And that's where I fell in love with Jackson as a silly, crazy person. And I knew he was in a group called GOT7, but it like took me many years to like learn the names of other GOT7 mm -hmm. members. Like Jackson was just my intro. The way that yeah, Kai, Kai was the only EXO I knew for a long time. Same, same. Um, but yeah, we, I obviously changed my ways. <laughs> And I learned the importance of all the members of GOT7. I've seen them live one beautiful time. Here um, in LA. Yeah. And they're precious to me. I love GOT7. Yeah, I similar introduction because I know that you recommended roommate to me. So Jackson was the first and for a long time only member that I knew. But it was fun to like go back through this or like go back through mm -hmm. their chronology and discography in this timeline because that I realized like God Seven is a group that I've only ever really bought the singles of mm. like I have listened to some of their like m later full EPs and albums but for their early stuff and especially I only knew their titles um but I did like oh I do own them and like right. liked them a lot um but in watching it too I also realized like 
My love for Jackson is very deep, but it's also, I feel like, very separate from my mm. general love of GOT7. Sure. Because Jackson is not my GOT7 bias. Right. JB is. Okay. And so, and like in watching this, I was like, it's so interesting to like, because ha- I love Jackson so much. Like, right. Jackson is very important to me and I love and own almost all of his solo music with the exception of Papillon. But... <laughs> But I just like love him so much. And then like within Got 7 though, like for a while it was like 2 p.m. Like I couldn't pick a favorite because I just loved them as a whole. Um, But then eventually like, you know, JB. JB won out. JB won winked his way into my heart (laughs) yeah I still I've said this before but I still to this day don't feel strongly that I have a got seven bias I thought about it the first time when I was at their concert and I saw the people walking around you know with their like mark jerseys or whatever and being like who would I wear a shirt of Mm -hmm. and I couldn't pick yeah like I feel like I can't strongly assign myself to one of them so I don't have a got seven bias um but yeah it's interesting because I feel like our early K-pop life, we were so invested in Shiny, and we like accidentally got into EXO. But I just absorbed K-pop in that music mm-hmm. show way of seeing yes. people's singles and being like, I like this song, and downloading it and never looking any further. Exactly. Never diving in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's what GOT7 was for such a long time for me. So Yeah, and I feel like GOT7 is also a group that I never actively tried to learn their names. Like, I just eventually knew Did. them. <laughs> like, because they, they're so personable like mm-hmm. I think that they their personality as a group in a very 2 p.m way like really shines through they're so playful and like yeah. fun and I think they have a reputation of also having like a lot of energy and being, yeah, being like, very chaotic yeah and like very... chaotic variety mm-hmm. guests and like always a good time when God seven is around um so it's just what a great time. What a God great seven. time. So let's look into the seven years, our first seven years with GOT7 as we look into the future. So starting out, big picture details, GOT7 debuted on January 16th, 2014 under JYP Entertainment. And I found that GOT7 does not have an official color, which I thought was strange mm, because so of their weird. generation. You'd think that someone would have picked one at some point. Mm-hmm. Especially because they do have an official light stick. Yes. And the light stick is light green and white. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of been accepted as a fandom color, but there's no official Pantone. There's no silly like color name. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't get one, but yeah. it's green, I think. <laughs> Um, and their fan club name is one of the cutest out there, I think. It's I Got Seven, because, you know, I Got Seven. But if you say that very fast with a Korean accent, Agase, that means baby bird. So it's usually just Agase instead mm-hmm. of I Got Seven. But adorable either way. Yes. And the light stick is a little green bird. In a little nest. Yeah, in a little nest. I have my, I wore, because we like to sometimes, back when we recorded in the studio, we would bring little tokens for deep dives. Mm -hmm. So we've laid out seven pictures of God (laughs) 7 here in front of us. And I'm wearing my little Agabong pin with their little light stick on it. And I also packed my mic equipment in this really cute GOT7 zip-up pouch I got in Korea that has them in their lullaby outfits. Uh, they're pretty pastel boyfriend outfits. And it's the softest bag. It is. Like, I don't know what it's made out of, but it's so, so soft. soft. It's so soft. 
Um, so yeah, we have some tchotchkes in here. Um, Jackson is staring into my soul. Right now, yeah. It's helping. I, I'm just like looking at Bam Bam looking into this glowy light bulb. Like, I'm making direct eye contact with Jackson. It's a lot. We can move him if it becomes No, it's okay. I like it. Um, but I dug into the origin of the name GOT7, and it's a long story from many years ago. So JYP mentored the group god they were not under his company because he didn't have a company yet Mm. but he was like mentoring them and putting the group together and originally it was going to be a co-ed group called get six oh interesting then that all changed and became a boy group called god but i think jyp couldn't let go of the name Mm. so this was going to be get seven and then someone told him that didn't sound very good so then he changed it to got seven which does have a nicer ring to it, it than Get7, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the original concept of Got7, like when he, when JYP announced that they were going to exist, the media immediately branded them as like new 2PM, mm-hmm. proto 2PM or something. Like they were yeah. 2PM again. Sure. 2PM's little brothers. Sure. Um, and it was like going to be a hip hop group and they were going to do martial arts tricks. Yes. And as we noted in the 2PM deep dive, 2PM debuted doing like cheerleader pyramid flippy acrobatics. Yeah, 2PM had an acrobatics concept. And the difference here is that they're supposed to be doing like martial arts tricks. And so I read this article that was like with an interview with them when they first debuted. And JB was very insistent because the interviewer asked, like, isn't that what 2PM did? Like, (laughs) so you're just a new 2PM. And he was like, no, don't compare us. And like really wanted to make sure like it's much more difficult. Quote, we turn and turn again and we turn a few more times in the air. It's really difficult. 2PM does acrobatics, so we learned it too. But we had to go one step farther and try martial arts tricking. Our members practiced for about two years. Mark and Jackson have perfectly learned a few of the moves we can confidently say that the group as a whole is a little more than semi-professionals in this area well well well. so (laughs) be careful about the comparisons that you put in your mouth but they really are very different and we can like note it but like i totally there's a big they're very different groups i think yeah and like because 2pm also evolved out of that initial concept and so did got seven like got seven does not keep the martial arts the whole time (laughs) for sure um but they were really intense about the training i read that yugyam actually broke his ankle like while training and trying to learn the martial arts and like mark and jackson have both like suffered injuries it's a good thing that they didn't keep it up the whole time yeah dangerous Overall statistics, so big picture numbers, over their career with JYP, GOT7 released five studio albums, 15 EPs, and 23 singles. They had 19 tours in five years, so between 2014 and 2019, they were like always on tour, and most of their tours were international, so they've visited over 20 countries across five continents. They performed a lot. The only place they haven't performed is Africa and Antarctica. Wow. Yeah. They've also had 39 music show wins, 56 awards, and 106 nominations to date. 167. Thank you. 167. That's 61 That's more. more. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> All right. So now we are going to meet the members of God 7 and we will go through them in age order. Or no, not in age order. Starting with the leader and then in age order. Yes, GOT7 is one of those rare groups where the leader is not actually the oldest member. 
All right, so the leader of GOT7 is JB, and his birth name is Imjebum, and he is the leader and lead vocal and one of the main songwriters of GOT7. Uh, his birthday is January 6th, 1994, and he was born in Goyang City, South Korea. Yes, and we always like to try and describe the faces of the mm-hmm. members, which I is always the hardest part of every deep dive for me, mm-hmm. especially because this time I had to try and write the descriptions. So <laughs> with JB, I thought he has like very strong and like long eyebrows. Like yes. He has a nice wide brow line, but he has very narrow eyes that are like the smiliest. Like they totally mm-hmm. disappear when he smiles and he loves to wink and like smirk at the camera. And he's like, if one of the, he's very smirky. And if any of the members are making eyes at the camera, it's probably JB. Um, he always, always has like a ton of earrings. He loves piercings. He He has a nose piercing. He had an eyebrow piercing for a while. He had a surface piercing too. Yeah, under his eye. Yeah. For like a minute. A very short amount of time. And then sometimes he he will wear like the craziest, like thick spikes and like (laughs) whatever. He'll have like 10 different earrings in his ears. Um, anything else you want to add to the way that he looks? Um, yeah, I don't know. He just has such like squinties, like he just has squinty eyes. I feel like he has a cute, uh, he has a cute freckle underneath one of his eyes eyes. and he has a very small face, maybe the smallest face of the group. Perhaps. Um, but yeah. And as the lead vocal, he's definitely singing a lot of the choruses. Mm -hmm. You can find JB easy enough. Yeah. Yeah. He's often the main line of the chorus. He became a JYP trainee in 2009 after being scouted at a B-boy competition uh, where he was competing under the name Deaf Soul. This is his B-boy name, and he also still writes music under this name today. He didn't initially want to audition, but his dad really pushed him to do it. Um, So he went to the global audition and won first place with Jin Young, over 10,000 applicants. Wow. But when he became a trainee, he really didn't care about singing, and he thought it was pointless and all he wanted to do was focus on dance. His background was as a b-boy. He didn't really care. But then he started listening to D'Angelo. Oh, damn. Yeah. (laughs) And so D'Angelo convinced him that singing was actually cool. And so that started him learning how to sing and learning how to compose as well, which I think I loved learning that because he's such a D'Angelo singer. Mm -hmm. Like, he loves the riffs and Mm -hmm. like, oh, yes. Mm -hmm. I totally see it. I get it. Before God 7... He did quite a bit because him and Jin Young were both like kind of like star trainees for JYP. So he was in a TV series called Dream High uh, in 2012. He and Jin Young debuted as a duo in JJ Project in 2012. And then the following year, 2013, he was also in a series called When a Man Falls in Love. He is the one of the only member. Actually, no, he's the only member of GOT7 that's in both GOT7 subunits. Okay, yes. JJ Project and Just 2. And he has done a ton of solo work because, like you said, he's the main songwriter mm-hmm. of GOT7. And he has 98 songwriting credits. Damn. And he was the first male K-pop idol on the cover of US magazine Allure. Ooh. Yes. He has five cats named Nora, Kunta, Odd, Beiru, and Cake. And he changed the stylation of his name to J, J-A-Y, letter B, after leaving JYP for higher music in 2021. Beautiful. All right. That's JB. Next in line is Mark. And Mark's 
uh, birth name is Mark Yen Tuan, and he's the lead rapper and the he was most responsible for the martial arts mm-hmm. at the beginning. Um, and his birthday is September 4th, 1993. So he's the actual oldest. Um, and he was born out here in Los Angeles, California. Yes, he was. Mark is the thinnest member of got seven so you can easily find him because he's the like string i feel like bam bam no is you're right bam bam is such a twig too okay but mark has a very his long face is long and face. his neck is his so neck long. is really long and like i think his nose is long too he is like very long he's a rectangle i feel like he's yeah, just yeah, rectangly yeah. Mm-hmm. long like <laughs> yeah long nose with like a rounded end really long neck and kind of Nikunish eyebrows. Okay. Like I saw a picture of the two of them together and it was like, okay, I see it in the brow line. Um, just like in the like, the, he just have like thick rectangles mm-hmm. of eyebrows. You know what I mean? Yeah. And his voice is really, really deep. Yes. Jackson's voice is very gravelly, but Mark's voice is way deeper than you think it's going yeah. to be. Because he's just a little skinny mini. Yep. But Mark is Taiwanese, um, and he was, like you said, born in Los Angeles. Then he lived with his family in Brazil and Paraguay for a little while before moving back to L.A., but technically Arcadia. Um, (laughs) He speaks English, Mandarin, Korean, and Japanese. And he became a JYP trainee in 2010 after being scouted at his high school in Arcadia during lunch when he climbed on a table to make fun of his friend for breaking his skateboard and locked eyes with the JYP person that was crossing the courtyard at the same time he like jb didn't want to audition but his friends and his family encouraged him to do so he passed the the global audition but because he had to move to korea and he didn't speak the language he actually thought about leaving multiple times during training until he finally performed for the first time at a trainee showcase Mm. and felt the joy of performing live and decided to stick around Um, As a soloist, he hasn't released that much music, but he's done a ton of solo fashion stuff. He's a model in South Korea, in China, in Thailand. He collaborated with different designers on um, putting out different collections, and he has 21 songwriting credits for GOT7. He also opened Mark Tuan Studio in Beijing in 2021, and he has a cream-colored poodle named Milo. Cute. One of the very few dogs. There's got seven or cat boys. Got seven or cat boys. I love a cat boy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so that's Mark. Next is Jackson. Jackson. Do you know how to properly pronounce Jackson's birth name? I think that it would be Wang Jar. Okay. Um, He's the main rapper, lead dancer, and the face. Of God Seven. And oh, what a face. And his birthday is March 28th, 1994. And he was born in Hong Kong and apparently grew up in the same neighborhood as Lucas from NCT. Yeah, fun fact. Um, his face is hot. <laughs> he looks great all the time. Um, he has a very strong jaw and like a slight cleft chin from certain angles. Um, but it's not like something that when sure. you're looking at, he doesn't have like a dimple in his chin. Right. It's just something that you notice from certain angles. Um, and he almost always has the same hot swoopy boy haircut that like Lei always yeah. has. It's just like the hot. The standard hot Chinese boy Chinese haircut. Chinese idol haircut that like parted on the side and it swoops over real nice. I feel like another easy way to spot Jackson and learn his face is that 
he exclusively wore hats for like four years. He was like the one who had a baseball hat on forward or backward. Mm -hmm. But he like, he was the hat one for a long time. He was the hat boy. He is, like I said, a super, super gravelly voiced rapper. So you can always hear him coming in with a. And he's also the beefiest. Yeah. He's always the beefiest. And he usually, if he can, he'll have his guns out, especially during like a dance practice. Yeah. He speaks Mandarin, Cantonese, Korean, and English. And before becoming a trainee, he was a member of the fencing national team in Hong Kong, where he ranked 11th in the 2010 Summer Youth Olympics and first at the 2011 Asian Junior and Cadet Fencing Championships. This is why he has Olympic tattoos now. Yes. He actually comes from a line of gold medalist or champion athletes. Um, His father is also a gold medalist fencing champion, and his mother is a national uh, gymnast as mm-hmm. well. Um, he became a trainee in 2011 after being scouted while he was playing basketball at school and he passed a global audition where he came in first, <laughs> but he famously became a fencing champion so that he could audition for JYP. Um, I think we talked about this in one of those really early episodes where about we talked about like where how, people came yeah, from where or... people came from. But he says, quote, as a joke, my father said that if I became Asia's best, he would send me to Korea. Four months later, I won two gold medals at the Asia Junior Competition. And then bing, bang, boom, he was at JYP. He also turned down a fencing scholarship from Stanford University after he passed his audition. Uh, So he passed up going to Stanford for JYP. He picked JYP over everything. He is a variety show king in both South Korea and China. He is so popular in China, you guys. He's so popular. Uh, He has won 25 awards for his TV appearances, his music, and his face. Mm -hmm. He's so popular in China that tickets for his birthday party sold out in 98 seconds. He is the fastest Chinese artist to reach 10 million views on Vivo and was ranked 41 on Forbes' China Celebrity 100 in 2020. Mm. He also has his own record label, which is called Team Wang. He established this in Hong Kong in 2017, and it also has a distribution company called Snake and Rabbit. He has 41 songwriting credits to his name. Yep. And he's Jackson. Team Wang! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Next up in the time, or in age order, age order is Jin Young whose name was Junior for the first couple years of God 7 because his birth name is Park Jin Young, which is JYP's name as well. Um, He is the visual, the center, and the sub-vocal. And his birthday is September 22nd, 1994, and he was born in Changwon City in South Korea. Jin Young is beautiful. He is very (laughs) handsome. Very handsome and has that, like, in kind of the he doesn't look like Taekyun, but in the way that we describe Taekyun as being like a hot drama mean boy, that's what Jin Young looks like too. Yeah, he just has a drama lead face. He has like, a drama lead face. There's a drama lead face mm-hmm. and he has one. Yeah. But he also has very big features. He yeah. has big ears, big eyes, big lips, his, like yes. all of his features, his now his nose, his cheeks, his lips, his, his lip eyes corners are very round. go up so far. They're so smiley, which I always think is really funny because he is like the straight man and in, in mm-hmm. got seven like everybody else is chaos and he's always the one standing there like 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he has a reputation for being quite cold. Yes. He, um, he really hates like fan service and like won't mm-hmm. engage in it. There's many, many videos of like fans like blowing him kisses and he flicks them away. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's the um, Sundere, right? Yes. That's the, yes. that's the lead. That's what he is. <laughs> Uh, he became a J- he became a trainee in 2009 after coming in first with JB at an open audition. Um, but he, unlike JB, always wanted to be an entertainer. Um, his mom is the one who didn't like the idea. And so to try and talk him out of it, she said, okay, you can go and audition for SM, but if you fail, you're done. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't pass the audition, that's then it. We're you were not this playing dream. this anymore. Yeah. But he made it all the way to the third and final preliminary round and won a popularity award, even though he didn't become a train, pass the audition gotcha, all Mom. the way. <laughs> so because of that, he was allowed to audition again for uh, JYP, came in first, and had the exact same pre-debut career as JB. He was also in Dream High 2. He debuted with JJ Project, and then he was in When a Man Falls in Love as well. Um, He did a lot of acting and a lot of host work on his own because he's very pretty. Most recently, he's been in Yumi's Cells, which we've talked about a lot. Um, He has 25 songwriting credits and three awards for his acting. Wow. Good Mm -hmm. job, Jin Young slash Junior. Okay. Next up is Young Jae, whose uh, birth name is Che Young Jae, and he's the main vocal of GOT7. His birthday is September 17th, 1996, and he is from Mokpo, South Korea. Um, Youngjae has, I totally agree with this description, a rounder and like wider jaw and face than the rest of the members. Mm-hmm. Um, big pouty mouth. I was going to write it like his top lip is so pouty. Yeah, his mouth is just so big. <laughs> and his nostrils are like always kind of flared. Like his nose comes like in and then his nostrils come kind of mm-hmm. out. Um, and his nose is like a little bit pointy. Um, and he almost always has like a bowl cut. He yeah. doesn't really do anything crazy with his hair. I feel like his vibe in the group is like similar to like Onu's and that mm-hmm. like he they kind of just like he's got like plain dad energy yes but he also is very silly but I feel like in a group of like so many extroverted crazy people he seems like a quiet one yes just by default but he also has like way more tattoos than you would think and like I don't know I feel like he's a sneaky mm-hmm. where like his stage persona is maybe like different Mm. than he perhaps like yeah. his actual and vibe I think, or something. Yeah, the the juxtaposition of his personality with the like really loud ones like Jackson and Bam Bam, like they kind of yes, in comparison you think he's very calm and chill, but But when you pay attention, he's a not a lot more happening. <laughs> yeah. He's mm. not. <laughs> um He became a trainee in 2013 after a private audition at his music academy in Mokpo. He always wanted to become a singer. He uh, learned how to sing with his brother when he was a child. And then when his brother enlisted, he joined a gifted music academy in order to learn more professionally. And he won the Vocal Excellence Award at the Mokpo Youth Music Festival in 2011. And he initially wanted to be a music therapist. 
cast. Um, but after he passed that private audition um, at his school, he was added to the project group for the new JYP boy band after only one month of training in Seoul. And he debuted with GOT7 after a total of only seven months oh, training. So he so was, he was the, like Unji, the last yeah. <laughs> minute vocalist thrown in and like, hey, now you got to learn how to dance. So he had to work really hard to learn how to dance, especially because he was coming into a group that had mostly dance dancers Mm -hmm. as the cast so he had to work hard he has 24 songwriting credits he recently started acting he's in a 2021 netflix sitcom called so not worth it i keep meaning to watch that i've read really good reviews people really praise his acting in particular that he's said to be very expressive and really capture his character's emotions well wow he also really, really loves dogs. Um, the one other dog boy that we have in our group. Um, he recently released a special human and dog clothing Shut line. Up. Yes. <laughs> the proceeds of which were donated to a nonprofit animal care center. And he is a teensy, teensy, weensy white dog named yeah. Coco with whom he competed in the 2020 Chuseok Special Idol Dog Championship. And it was really fucking cute. Did you click on this? I've seen that video many times. It's not a video. It's just pictures of him and the dog. And they're so Oh, but I've seen that episode of of, with the dog. Because none of the dogs are good. And it's very funny. No, none of the dogs are good. And then the (laughs) dog eventually just passes out. Oh, my God. Look at this little dog just asleep. Yeah, Coco (laughs) makes a lot of appearances in, like, the hard carry reality show and stuff. Coco is very cute. Okay, next member is Bam Bam. And Bam Bam, I'm going to try to say Bam Bam's birth name. Here we go. Kunpimuk Puwakul Bam Bam. He is the sub-rapper of God7, and he was born May 2nd, 1997 in Bangkok, Thailand. Mm-hmm. Um, Bam Bam is like a fam- like a nickname. His other brothers are like Bear and Beer and, and Bank and they all start with a B. Yeah, they all have cute little B nicknames. Um, but Bam Bam has like the thinnest or not the thinnest face, but I feel like his face is like small in an interesting way, but it has big features on it. Mm-hmm. Like his skull is little, but he has like a big chin he, and big yes. lips. Really big chin, biggest mouth in the group, like biggest lips and like kind of a big nose too. Like all of it. Yeah. All of his features are big. His eyes, his ears, his nose, his mouth and his chin, but his face is pretty thin and, and he has so like, skinny. yeah. And he has very distinct cheekbones, I think. Yes, but he also, I feel like Bam Bam has the greatest K-pop glow up of anybody Mm. because literally when they debuted, he looked like the smallest child, like he would have been cast on a Disney sitcom as the annoying neighbor, like, go home, Bam Bam. Like, I don't know. He looked like an actual child. Yeah. And then he like grew up so fast and now he's like, he started as the smallest member and now I think he's the tallest member. He might not be taller than you, Gyum. Okay, I you couldn't. Gyum is I wasn't really tall. sure who was taller, but um, but yeah, he is very tall, and he's like nice and like cut arms, and he does like he's such a fashionista oh, now. Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely one of the best 
glow ups for sure. Um, he became a trainee in 2010 after passing a JYP world audition at only 13 years old. When they debuted, he was just four months shy of his 17th birthday. But he wanted to be a singer from a very young age because his mom was a huge Rain fan and used to take him to concerts with her. I think we mentioned this in the Rain I think dive. we did. I think it came up. I think we did. <laughs> but he started dancing at age 10 and he was part of a dance crew in Thailand called We Za Cool with Lisa of Blackpink. So they're childhood friends. And then he won first place in a Rain cover dance competition in 2007 and second place in the LG Entertainer competition in 2010. Uh, both of these competitions were in Thailand and then that led him to then audition for JYP. Um, his three siblings are also well-known dancers in Bangkok and his family owns 50 restaurants in Thailand. He's hugely popular and influential in Thailand. He has a partnership with UNICEF. He's a brand ambassador for eight different companies. His Twitter account was the most mentioned entertainment account in Thailand in 2019. And most recently, he won the Inspirational Role Model for Youth Award at the Thailand Master Youth 2020-2021 Awards <laughs> in 2021 um, and Vogue Thailand also named him as one of the 100 influencers of the fashion industry so like I said he's a big fashionista now he has 29 songwriting credits and eight awards that he's won on his own for music and popularity and he has four cats named pudding latte cupcake and king adorable yeah Bam Bam is always on Twitter he was being very silly last night and he Respond. Somebody was like, "Bam, bam, I had a bad day at work," and he responded with, "I got you." And it was a clip of that TikTok where someone put that "fuck this job, fuck this job, <laughs> bitch, I quit." Like over Bam Bam dance, he responded with that. He's very funny. You should follow him on Twitter if you don't. Um, okay, last we're finally at the Makne Yugyum, and his birth name is Kim Yugyum, and he's the main dancer and Makne of God Seven. His birthday is November 17th, 1997, and he is a soul boy. Yeah, one of the only ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is the tallest. He was the tallest at start. He mm -hmm. was a tall, one of those tall maknes, which is always funny. To yeah. Me. And no one ever thought he was the maknae, A, because Bam Bam looked like a 12 year old, yeah. but also because he's always the tallest. And he does have kind of a mature face. Like, I think he is the fullest cheeks of Got7 mm -hmm. in the sense that like his cheeks are not very well like defined, but his face is not round. He doesn't have like a round face. He has a very strong chin and a nice jaw. Um, but he he has like, I don't know, he just has full cheeks, I think. Yeah. He became a trainee in 2010. Um, he joined a dance crew called Body and Soul at age 14, where he uh, won second place at the national competition called Adrenaline House Dance Battle. Um, and his his journey to JYP is interesting because it's just like a weird domino effect of things. So he joined this dance crew. Then he won second place at this competition. And then at another competition with this dance crew, he performed Beast's Shock. And that and his cousin put no, his brother put a video of that online. 
which caught the attention of his cousin, who was a dance teacher. Mm -hmm. So she recruited him to come to her dance school, where another teacher was also a dance instructor for JYP. Ah, And that teacher got him to audition for JYP. So it was like a lot of things that happened. His brother and then his cousin and then another teacher. (laughs) Anyway. Um, He, as the main dancer, he's also helped choreograph both If You Do and Poison. Um, He competed on Hit the Stage in 2016, where he won second and first place on episodes 9 and 10, respectively. And he has 30 songwriting credits. He was the other half of the subunit Just Two. And him and Bam Bam are part of that infamous 97 liners group chat with BTS Jungkook, 17, The 8, Mingyu, DK, NCT Jaehyun, and Astro's Chaonu. Yes. All right. So those are all the got sevens. Phew. And there is, thankfully, seven of them. Yeah. So the name Good makes job. sense. Good job, JYP. <laughs> We love it. <laughs> um, okay, so now we're going to go into the timeline of GOT7, and I just want to, like, preface up top that when I started the research for this, the Korean Wikipedia for GOT7 is the longest Wikipedia I've ever <laughs> seen. There are some dedicated Agase who have detailed every single thing they've ever done, and I obviously could not transcribe all of that into an episode so we might like miss some things they did so much in the seven years but we will cover all the main releases Mm -hmm. at the very least yeah we'll cover all the main releases we'll mention all the biggest tours because like i said at the top they were constantly performing and we'll do like a brief mention for their very extensive japanese discography as well but Things may slip through. Like, I didn't write down any of the charity work that they've done, and they've done a lot as individuals and as groups. They did a lot of, like, really cool stuff um, throughout the years. But we we have a time limit, okay? (laughs) Chinese is the only one who's allowed three hours. Yeah, that's the hard (laughs) out for everybody. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's dive into it. Debut January 20th, 2014. They put out their first EP, which was titled Got It? And the single was Girls, Girls, Girls. This song was composed entirely by JYP. And it has a very simple loop beat with a voice sample going, oh man, oh man, oh. And so, mm-hmm. like, the song itself is pretty simple and, like, repetitive and the underscoring. But, like, then the boys do their little, they do lots of chants. Yeah, Girl, and yeah, yeah. Girls, 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 they love me. But anyway, it's fun. It's just, like, a fun little song. And the music video features the Got Sevens leaving school. They're, like, wearing yellow school uniforms. And then Nayeon from twice is there yes tiny baby nyon <laughs> follows, she follows them cool bad boys they have on their weird motorized skateboards and she follows them to an underground cool guy dance club which is about ba- jonghyun is the bouncer <laughs> jonghyun from twice is the, like staring her down mean at the door like what are you doing here um but then the god sevens like do a flippy dance performance for everyone in the underground club about how the girls love them in these hideous shiny brown material oh my god. drop crotch 
awful. They are so <laughs> ugly that my notes say that these rival Exos Brown debut Why outfits brown for worst outfits? debut outfits because they're so ugly. And I honestly think these might be worse than Exos because they're weirdly shiny. Yes. And they have like terrible patterns and the drop crotches are just awful. And also Jackson's hat has a ponytail on it. Of course it, it has does. a little like palm tree bake ponytail right on the top. I feel like I would submit if we were to ever try to run down worst debut hair. I feel like I would put God Seven really high on the mm. worst debut hair because Jin Young has Spock bangs. Yeah. They've cut his bangs into a into triangle. A they look horrible. Jackson in the day de- in the like album jacket, they combed all of his hair over like in a wet, wet uh gel way and then took like five hairs to stick up like a Dennis the Menace cowlick and like jb's hair was i don't know i just feel like their debut hair was wild and weird yeah uh bam bam has bam bam has like rooster hair because it's like just this chunk at the top that is dyed like red and bleached and but then it is like the messiest little nest like Mm -hmm. it's such a nest and mark's hair is bright red um and jb's hair is silver i just have to note it because he usually has black yeah, or brown right. hair um and he has like the chonkiest ear spikes in his <laughs> in in the debut video as well the point move for the choreography the one that i like always notice is that they do this like where they grab their like waist mm-hmm. slash shirt and you think they're gonna lift up the shirt but they don't they just do this like little, crotch grab like roll. circle and they look right at the camera um and then they have like a ton of flips and their debut stage is really cool like the the flips and shit that they do and the whole like intro piece of the debut stage is really awesome totally worth a watch Yes. Um, the vibe of the lyrics of girls, girls, girls is all the girls want me. They've always wanted me. I have so many girls. How could I possibly choose? Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, simple stuff. Um, but just to note, like for, for the comparison that we said, isn't fair. Here's an example of 2 PM being different from God seven, 2 PM's debut music video. They are chasing an older woman around a hotel and Chansung does not have a shirt on. True. <laughs> This is kids that are like, whatever. And like 2PM was always naked and God 7 was never naked. Never naked. Always, always very clothed. And like very boy next door vibes. And like cool boys next door. But very like accessible, normal boys or whatever. So they weren't going for that same like beastly thing that 2PM. So I think that's the biggest split. So I, I would also argue that because we have done a 2 p.m. deep dive, so it's on record that like we don't love a lot of their early stuff because it's super clubby. And I would argue that God 7 from the jump, always very melodic mm. title tracks for the most part. Yeah. Like we'll talk about all of the techno EDM hip hop elements that pop up. But like in general, I felt like they always had a really catchy melody line. Yeah. Um, so this first EP did pretty well. It sold 51,000 copies in 2014 and it reached number two on the Gaon album chart and number one on Billboard World. So Ooh. very good debut International album International acclaim from the jump. And then one thing I wanted to note for all GOT7 comebacks, because I think it's an important, fun element of GOT7, is that dance practices are very important to their brand. Yes. And so for every comeback, they usually did multiple dance practices. So I wanted to note them every time. So for their first debut, they did two different versions 
um, two, they're just like, they're not different. There's just two versions of girls, girls, girls in different places. Maybe mm. one was done months, like maybe one was before and then they filmed one after. And then they did two, uh, versions of a B side called I like you a regular version and a boyfriend version. And I don't know if they invented the boyfriend version, but they always do it. And that's just where they bring the camera really close during the dance practice so that they can look right at you. Like, and they do a lot of like cutesy, like this is JB at his winkiest and like people doing little like hearts and like blowing kisses at the camera, etc. And then Jin Young is like dead eye staring at the camera. No, Um, No, he's very charming when he does his charming. He's very charming when he does his boyfriend versions. Um, um, the I the I the dance practices are what like really got me for God Seven for sure because they always their personality just they really shine through in them. Um, okay, so the next thing I wrote on the timeline when I started the timeline is that on January twenty second, the first episode of Real Got Seven aired. This was a reality YouTube show, and they did four seasons of it. And I was going to like list all of their shows in the timeline. They did like 47 reality shows, so not that many, but let me just read them in a list. So if any of these titles sound interesting, look them up, but this is all we're going to do about reality shows. So they did Got 7 Now, Real Got 7, Real Got 7 Season 2, Real Got 7 Season 3, Got 7 Ing, Got Today, Got Today 2016, Got 7's Hard Carry, Got 7 Ing Plus, Got 7 The Jackson Show, Real Got 7 Season 4, Got 7 Ing Plus, 7 for 7, Got Today 2017 Live, Got 7 Happiness Train, God 7's TMI Lab, God 7 Working Eat Holiday in Jeju, God 7 Live, God 7 Hard Carry 2, God 7 Real Tie, God 7 Got 2 Day 2019, and God 7 Hard Carry 2.5. Whew. That's so many shows. That's so so many um, shows. they're all really funny and good. They're great at variety shows. So Yeah, because um, they're they a, a wild mess. <laughs> so check them out. Um, next up in March, on March 10th, 2014, GOT7 signed contracts with Japan's Sony Music, and they actually did a showcase called GOT7 Showcase First Impact in Japan on April 4th for 9,000 fans. And this was significant because they are one of the first groups to like perform in Japan before making their official debut in Japan. So they haven't actually released any new Japanese music, but they're coming onto the scene to be like, hey, y'all, we're here. Love it. So then in June of 2014, they released their second EP that's called Got Love. And the single is A. This song has played every single time I've plugged in my car since like 2015. I can't even tell you how many times I've heard the first 14 seconds of A. Um, But anyway, this song was also composed by JYP and No Day. And this one has a piano and bass loop and then like some pretty strings and like snaps and stuff. And I love A because the instrumentation is so simple, but the like... The melody is really interesting and it like moves around so much mm-hmm. and they like say all the words really fast and like, I don't know, it's just such a fun song. It's such a fun song. And I also just have to say like, we're definitely going to need another round of our English game because none of the iconic Mark lines made it oh, into our true. episode. And this one has the amazing, it's not working. 
So stop fronting. I know you want me. Let's start talking. Hey. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And I love it. Uh, the music video of this one, more twice is this music video, Sana is being followed around her job yeah. and her chores and her whole life. She's being followed by the God Sevens. And every time she turns around, they, they like, like freeze and try to act casual. <laughs> Um, but they're dressed so cute in this one, like so much denim and jackets and vests with these like perfect press, like brand new Tims and they have chains and watches and like, I don't know, they're like fully decked out and doing this cute, jumpy, jumpy choreo in front of a like grocery store and it's fucking adorable. Yeah, it's really cute. They're like on a like sound for most of it. They're on a sound stage that looks like a fake like street or whatever. And the like marquee behind them says like California boys. But then there's also parts that actually look like maybe it was filmed in California. I couldn't tell if I it, think we, we it were was just somewhere pretending. else in Asia because yes. in the grocery store when they pan up Pharmacy is spelled F-A-R-M-A-I-C-I. So like that's not English. Right. But I don't know. And the grocery store was called A Grocery. So maybe Mm. that's like a chain in Indonesia and they went there. Yeah, maybe. I I don't know. But there are a lot of, there's like a diverse cast of people in the, in the music video. So that's why I wasn't sure if we like, we didn't seem like it was filmed in Korea and it doesn't take place entirely in a soundstage, but I couldn't really tell where it was. Yeah. But also this song ends with a really cool double flip. Mark and Jackson do a double flip at the end. It's very me. It is very cool. And we have a blonde Bam Bam. Yugyum's hair is silver, and Mark has this crazy little perm. I love a cute perm. Mm-hmm. Um, the lyrics of this one are like, "I know that you like me, so just stop hiding." Like that's stop the whole frying. point of the song. Like, "Hey, just tell me that you like me, because I know you do." Let's start talking. Uh, this one also sold fifty nine thousand copies in two thousand fourteen and made it to number one on the Gaon album chart, and then peaked at number five as a single. It's an eight-track album, but three of the tracks are just remixes of A, so basically only five more songs. But Mm. JB has a lyric credit on the song Bad Behavior, which is the first group member writing credit for GOT7. Um, And they did dance practices for A, an A-plus version, and a regular version. And the A-plus version appeared to be like boyfriend plus messing around. I'm not not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, a few months after this, they went back to Japan for their first Japan tour, which was titled Around the World. And this tour was held before their official debut because it started on October 7th. Um, they held nine shows in five cities over like a month. Um, and their official debut in Japan was October 22nd. In the middle of this tour, they released their first Japanese single, which was also called Around the World. It debuted at number three on Oricon and has a B-side called So Lucky which is written by 2PM's Junke. I didn't write them all down, but I noticed when I was skimming the Japanese albums that 2PM's like wrote a lot wrote of their lot Japanese of them. music. Yeah, which 2PM also is a really big Japanese discography, so makes sense. Um, all right, one more thing in the debut year. You got to pack it in. So on November 18th, they released their first full album, which is called Identify, and the single is... Stop it, stop it. Mm-hmm. 
This song was also composed by JYP, and it's um, mostly noted notable by its heavy vocoder mm-hmm. elements. Yeah. The lyrics are like, please stop. Whenever I see you, I go crazy because I just want to hold you. So please stop it. And the choreography has so many body rolls. So it. many body rolls. The hand, the point move in the choreo, like the first part is that they come forward with their knees up and they're like holding their hands up. Hajima, Hajima, stop it, stop it. But then they bring their hands in front of them like they're air hugging and they body roll <laughs> into the air hug. And like that's the main part yep. of the chorus. Um, everybody has really dramatic hair in this music video. Um, Yugyum's hair is pink. Mark's hair is like blue and really spiky. Youngjae is blonde. JB, Jackson, and Bam Bam all have like really crazy spiky hair. And then Jin Young just has this like crazy bang that covers only one, one of his bang. eyes. Yeah, the music video for this one, More Twices, starts with JB threatening to jump off a... Or not JB. Yeah, JB. JB threatening to jump off a building if Dahyun from Twice will not go out with him. But she doesn't hear what he says because she's listening to very loud, heavy metal in her (laughs) earphones, headphones. But then she, like, turns around and then another version of JB appears and, like, death stares the other one. And then JB falls off the building into this, like, magic matrix classroom where everyone is in there and they're like, yeah. And they're like, where have you been? And he's friends with Dahyun in this alternate universe. Yes. But the Lukes in this one are also really crazy because they're, like... At first glance, they just appear to be wearing slightly normal outfits. But then when you look closer, everything is weird. All the shirts are like missing a sleeve or like cut or like Jin Young is wearing a cropped sweater over full overalls and a long sleeve shirt on. Like a lot of the clothes are like cut. At one point, Young Jae has like a a cape that's like made mm-hmm. of half sweatshirt. I don't know. There's a lot of like little yes. sleevey moments. The actual like cut and layering of each like piece is very strange, but technically they're all just wearing like overalls and, and hoodies, hoodies, but the they're like fashion and whatever. <laughs> yeah. But the every outfit in this, there are three sets of the exact same fashion overall. One is blue and white. One is all black. And one is white, but it's the same outfit. So like each one of them just got like three versions of this outfit in three different colors. And I love those. I love stuff overalls. I think that they look great. Yeah. (laughs) No, they look very like they look very cute. But you notice when you look closely like, oh, all those clothes are weird. Yeah, they're very strange. Um, this album sold 70,000 copies in 2014. Mm. So that means that in their debut year, God Seven sold 182,000 physical albums. Wow. So that's pretty good. And this album reached number one on the weekly album chart and peaked as a single at 25 on the Gowan singles chart. Um, for this album, they did a dance practice for Stop It, Stop It. They did a crazy boyfriend version <laughs> of Stop It, Stop It, where they try to act mad. Um, and then they also did a dance practice for a B-side off this album called Magnetic, which is one of my favorite God Seven songs. Yeah, so me too. To finish out their uh, their first debut year that month in January of 2015, they won the New Artist Award at both the Golden Disc and the Soul Music Awards. And also the web drama Dream Night started on the same month in January. 
Then May of 2015, they had their first fan meet tour. So they had 13 shows in Asia, three in North America for 16 total in 13 cities across eight different countries. And this was preceded by an Asia tour showcase in January, which only had three shows in Taipei, Shanghai, and Hong Kong. So a lot of touring for the first half of 2015. Yes. Um, then when they were done with this tour, maybe in the midst of it, because it seems like they were doing so much in (laughs) July of 2015, they released their third EP entitled Just Right with a lead single of the same name. song was composed by the Jackie Boys, Gavin Jones, Chizzy Stevens, C Minor, Jay Demachowski, with lyrics by JYP. A lot of people. Um, we watched this music video and we got them in the random game a little while ago because this is their most popular music video still to this day because I think it has a really fun concept of this sad te- tween who's like sad about her pimples and being a tween. And then there's a tiny got seven in her vanity jumping around a room trying to make her feel better. Yeah. And we've talked about this music video a lot of times. I think we even talked about it like in our music video <laughs> episode because it's such a cute, such a cute, like very colorful. They're all wearing a lot of clothes and they're really brightly colored and it looks like one of those it kind of looks like you know that disney target color palette that classic quirky k-pop stuff Mm -hmm. um and the lyrics to this one it's like it's a hype you up song like girl you're beautiful stop listening like mirror will you tell her i love that it starts with jackson saying mirror will you tell her that she's beautiful um super cute Super cute. The choreo, the point move is like in the chorus, they kind of, they walk forward with their like knees like wiggling out and they have their hands out in front of them and they're like pointing up and down. Um, And then they do this like really cute bounce on the little ooh-ooh-ooh-ooh and they like bounce in kind of a circle like leaning back on their hips Um, and they do a little like jump rope and then they bounce (laughs) in the other direction. Super adorable. It's really cute. And it's maybe like their grooviest title so far. So far. I, I, I definitely I feel like it doesn't have because they initially like were billed as this like hip hop group that has martial arts tricks or whatever. Right. But I felt like none of their stuff was that heavy in hip hop. No. It just has rapping in it because all K-pop does. Um, But this one in particular, like the instrumentals really focused on like the snaps and it's not super loud or noisy, um, even though it has a bunch of like computerized effects Mm -hmm. in it. Um, It doesn't seem loud. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, this album sold 90,000 copies in 2015 and was number three on the Gowan album chart and peaked at 20 as a single. It is a six track mini with writing credits for JB on mine and Markson, Jackson and Mark on (laughs) back to me. And there are three just right dance practices, a plain one, just crazy boyfriend and crazy, crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also worth noting, this is the first instance of Blonde Jackson, and Blonde Jackson always has to be appreciated. Four members of the group were actually blonde in this comeback, which is rare for them. Mark, Bam Bam, and Yukiam is also blonde. Um, But I feel like in general, GOT7 has mostly like shades of brown to their hair, so it's interesting that this one had so much blonde. For the fun. Yeah. 
All right. On September 30th, 2015, they released their fourth EP, which is called Mad. And the main single on that one is called If You Do. And that is the one that we are now going to save to watch at the end, because on all deep dives, we watch the most popular music video at the end. And since we already got them in the random game, we go to the second place. Absolutely. Um, This song was composed by Sam Lewis and Rado of Black Eyed Peelsung. So I learned Black Eyed Peelsung. Two people. Oh, Brave I brothers. It was one. one person. Wow. Confusing. The lyrics of this one are like, it's just like, I, I think, I'll talk about it while we watch it later, but <laughs> I think that If You Do ranks really high in my all-time favorite K-pop songs. Mm. I think this is like a perfect k-pop song because it has that sad boy in the rain boy band energy because the lyrics are like i literally don't know what i can do like i thought when we got together you were nice but now i feel like i can't do anything right and you're always mad at me Mm. and everything that you do is fine but anything i do is wrong and like just feeling very like trapped in this pain and there's an epic voice part in the middle where this girl with an Australian voice is like it's up to you if you want to break up I don't care I'll just go to sleep and it like always I love it it always makes me laugh it always makes me laugh but the choreo to this one is perfect and I'll talk about it when we watch it later but like oh I love this song also worth noting that this is the first angsty title we've gotten from God 7 all their other titles have been very fun and upbeat and this is the first like breakup song we have uh, this album sold 91,000 copies in 2015, hit number one on Gown Weekly, number nine on singles, and won three music show trophies. So their first win was for this song on the show. Nice. This EP has six tracks with lyric credits for Mark and Jackson on Feeling Good and Good. Really feel like you could have come up with a different <laughs> title for one of those. They're on the same album. And we have four dance practices for this era. If you do regular, black and white, mad boyfriend, and agase select. Ooh. <laughs> agase select. Ooh la la. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a fancy cheese or something. Or yeah. <laughs> or like a, I don't know, like a special something like for the tour or whatever. Yeah. Like, you agase know, select. like agase select, like this special section. Anyway. On November 23rd, 2015, they repacked Mad as Mad Winter Edition (laughs) with a new single called Confession Song. So this song was written by JYP. It's just a lovely piano ballad. It has sleigh bell sounds for the Christmas feeling. But the music video to this is one of the cutest music videos I've I've ever ever seen. seen. GOT7 go do like a gorilla surprise at a real high school. They're wearing like crazy Christmas mascot outfits. Like reindeer heads. And they steal like a couple girls and one boy like out of their classroom and take them to the gym where a teddy bear head person is waiting with flowers. And then God Seven like sings the song at them crazily. And these people, these teens are just so nervous. And then at the end, they take the bear head off. And then there's like an actual other student who like confesses their love to the other person who was there. And then God Seven puts confetti on them. And it's so fucking cute. 
It's so, so <laughs> cute. I especially really loved all the boys who like tried to protect the girls from the chaos of Got yes, Seven they- because once the once the other because Thankfully, every and I'm sure like maybe some of it was peer pressure, but every <laughs> single one of the cup like confessions ends with like a hug and like it seems that they are accept their affections are accepted. accepted. And so God Seven goes like crazy with like confetti and fake snow, and the couple is like hugging in the center, and then they're like spraying and just snow. like trying to spray snow like, in, their, in their faces, <laughs> and some of the boys are like hu- like covering the girls, like trying to protect them, and like ultimately failing because you cannot resist the God Seven seven chaos um but it's really so cute and the like music video in the middle shows them like sneaking into the school like before it opens and like decorating the gym and like they're having so much fun and like so excited for the prank it's fucking precious you have to watch it and now it's kind of a christmasy season so so it's it's appropriate but also blonde blonde jackson you're the real gift Um, yeah, so the lyrics of Confession Song are, I don't have the courage to tell you, so here's a song instead. And the chorus is just, I love you, baby, I love mm-hmm. you. That's all you got. Yeah, and it is really cute to because the music video is captioned and the it's like, the lyrics are really cute of like, why can't I even write a letter? I try over and over again and like, I always tear up the page. It's adorable. It's very cute. This uh, repack sold 24,000 physical copies and the single peaked at 34. Um, but this has 10 tracks, so three new songs and a remix, uh, writing credits for JB Bam Bam and Jin Young on this album. And they only did one dance practice for Confession, and it's called Free Dance Live. <laughs> um, in February of 2016, so that wraps up their 2015, the first thing they did in 2016 was that they put out their first full Japanese album, which was called Moragate. Um, and this actually had the three singles or three title tracks that were on this album they had previously released in Japan as singles. So the main title track off of this was Around the World, but they also had two singles called Love Train and Laugh, 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 which had been previously released in Japan. Um, it has 12 original Japanese songs, four Japanese versions of previous titles, and they promoted it with their second Japanese tour, which had 11 shows in six cities. Busy, so busy boys. Shows. Busy boys. Okay, so then March 21st, 2016, they put out their fifth EP, which was the start in a trilogy of EPs called Flight Log. And this first one is called Departure. And the single is Fly. Let me hear you say. This song was composed by Ear Attack and the Kick Sound, and it has like some tweaked vocals and a more clubby beat than Mm -hmm. I think anything they had ever put out up until this point. Yeah, a lot of EDM elements to this song with like a very pretty vocal lick as like the main melody, but this I would agree is the most like house Mm -hmm. of their titles so far yeah and the music video is mostly a performance video Mm -hmm. like it's almost entirely just them dancing on a tarmac in the day or in the night in these really cute blue bomber jackets with matching blue shoes the blue shoes yeah because they're wearing all white (laughs) with just the blue jackets and the blue shoes and they have like the the setting of it is very like 
plain background with big blue sky. So it really fits nicely there. And then the like few member moments, there's, it's very foggy and gray and they are like floating like over their bedroom or like floating over a, they're like not flying. They're kind of creepy exorcist floating, honestly. Yeah. Um, but the choreo to this one has lots of fun fly arms in like yeah like they fly arms yeah and like i always think of juan or juani from monster x his friends with jackson and in several different appearances on tv whenever he sees jackson he immediately breaks into the fly <laughs> choreography like he just like jumps and does the little thing so that's what i always think about when i see it it is very jumpy, and I feel like there were a lot of music videos that had in this year that had like similar color palettes and stuff. Because it's kind of like the Seventeen Don't Want to Cry music video, yeah. where they're just in these like dramatic ass backgrounds and like dancing in endless nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, the lyrics to this one are very sweet. It's like you're my comfort, my bright light. We're gonna fly. I'm the sky girl. This album sold 166,000 copies that year and was number one on both the weekly and monthly Gowan album charts, and it won five music show trophies. Wow. This EP has eight tracks with tons of member contributions. Can't is by Mark and Jin Young, See the Light by Yu-Gi-Oh, Mark and Bam Bam, Fish, Something Good, and Home Run were all by JB and Rewind for Young Jay. So everybody got to participate in this one. Nice. Um, On April 9th, shortly after this um, EP came out, they entered the Billboard Artist 100 chart at number 45, which made them the first Korean act to chart since Psy entered at number 88 in 2012. Damn, that's awesome. Yeah. And I guess maybe on the back of this excitement, for the first time, they then promoted a second single in April called Home Run. Um, it's baseball. It's very overtly baseball themed. Oh, it's peak boy band <laughs> cuteness. It's just so stinking cute. The lot of jumpy, pointy choreo. JB with his hair pushed back. Oh, it's so freaking cute. So I they're... love Home Run are so many dance practices for this era. They did four fly versions, regular, fly high, fly low, and sexy version. And then they did two home runs, a plane and a boyfriend. Yeah. And I think it's interesting to note just because I started to notice it as I like once fly happens, there's a lot of references to we fly, I fly, you make me fly in all Mm -hmm. of their lyrics. It happens in home run too. Okay. Good thing to know. Um, well, on that same on that same topic. On that same topic, they then launched their first world tour titled Fly on April 29th, where they had 14 shows in Asia, seven in North America for 21 altogether in 14 cities across eight countries. Wow, wow, wow. Massive tours. They just oh crazy. So then September 27th, 2016, they put out their second full album, which is part of the Flight Log series. And this one is Flight Log Turbulence. And boy, is it turbulent. With the single Hard Carry. Welcome to my world. Let's do this. Uh, so this song was composed by Ear Attack, like the last one, as well as somebody who goes by Lish. 
Um, and this is very noisy, electronic, yelled chorus, um, just like a lot of electronic sounds. It almost has an anti-chorus, but they, mm-hmm. no, well, they just hard, hard carry, carry, hey, and then, yeah. Um, but I have a theory about hard carry that maybe is completely unfounded, but I've always had this theory that, well, okay. BTS had been getting really, really popular at this point, like, mm. and fast. And we know that JYP used to, like, met, like, Bang PD was, like, his... Yeah, his guy, his, his prodigy. Guy. And now he has a boy band that's, like, doing really good. And Fire came out four months mm. before Hard Carry. And I have a theory that JYP went to someone and said, make me a song like this for God 7. Yeah, that would make sense. Because I remember it felt like it came out of nowhere. And this was the yes. first time I didn't like a God 7 comeback. And uh-huh. I was so like bowled over by it. Cause I was like, what is, what is this music? You didn't make music like this before. Yeah, yeah. Now I have a soft spot for Hard Carry and will like blast it and love it. But I remember when it came out, I felt alienated by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's definitely their like it's their noisiest, like screamiest title to date. And I would argue, having seen all of their discography, it is simply their noisiest, mm-hmm. like period, because it's very shouty. Um, and it does kind of fit with the whole idea of like okay, arrival and turbulence, and then eventually we get to departure. So like I get the journey. Um, but yeah, I agree. It was very alienating and odd. And I remember being worried that that's the direction that they God would seven never make was going to go. Like to. Yeah. Again. I was like, Oh no, are we never getting fun? Got seven again. We're just going to get like angsty noisy. Um, so I was very worried. Um, but this does also still talk about flying, but like we hilariously mentioned in our misheard lyrics, it sounds like let's fuck and fuck and fuck, but it's fly again. Fly again. Um, the music yeah. video for this one, they are dancing around a plane crash joyfully. Uh huh. It's very strange because there's like aftermath of a plane crash and then sexy bisexual lighting and then they're just like dancing, dancing around the the chaos. Yeah. But also at a certain point Jin Young is trapped in a glass like Harry Houdini box that slowly fills with water and Young Jae is like angstily singing outside of it. Is that not it. in Never Ever? No, it's in this one too. It's in both? Yes, it happens again <laughs> later. I what wrote is, down what happened to Jin again, Young? Re, again rescuing Jin Young from box oh, slash no. drowning. He starts out in the box okay. in this one, and they like try to. The save box him. must be part of the whole. It's got to be part of the log. flight log. But yeah, it the the box first appears here. Well, so we were in the minority of not liking this because this album sold two hundred seventeen thousand copies that year, and was number one on Billboard World, and won them a disc bonsang at the twenty seventeen Golden Discs and four music show trophies. Fair enough. So other people liked it. <laughs> I mean, people really like fire too. So That's tr- I mean, it was the sound of the moment is yeah. all I'm trying to say is I think JYP was chasing a sound of a moment. That's yeah. all. Um, this was a 13 track album and every song except for hard carry and a song called who's that had at least one member credited on it. So this was got seven's album with the exception of this title track. Interesting. Um, and the dance practices, uh, there's only one. There's just one hard carry and it's not even filmed in the JYP practice room. It's like in a concrete building and they're taking it very serious. It's like not the same. It's not the same at all. This, this really worried me. I feel like I stepped back a little bit from got seven because yeah, they didn't have their fun dance practices. It wasn't a sound I liked. I like didn't even listen to this album. I was worried. I was worried. (laughs) 
Um, but shortly after this was released in November, uh, on November 11th in 2016, they launched their second fan meet tour, which was called Flight Log Colon Turbulence Fan Meet. They had nine shows in Asia, nine in North America for 18 total in 16 cities across nine different countries. Um, and during that tour, they also released just like a few days after this tour started on November 16th, they put out their first Japanese EP, which was called Heya. Um, and the single is of the same name. And I just wrote it down because I put all of the Japanese stuff in the playlist, like for a comprehensive, you can watch it later. But this song is entirely scream wrapped. It has no singing in it. I was like completely bowled over. I was like, what is this? Jin Young? Jin Young vocalist, drama lead Jin Young has a rap line where he says, get yourself up, up, up off the floor now. <laughs> And I couldn't believe it. I re-round it. I was like, excuse me, Jin Young? What did you just say? I couldn't believe it. But this song also has flying references. Oh, yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. This was, however, the first Japanese release that the members did take part of in writing and composing. And it went to number three on the Japanese charts. Um, the very next month in December of 2016, they landed on multiple Billboard year-end charts, which made them the highest charted K-pop act other than BTS. So maybe JYP didn't, wasn't wrong to wasn't be chasing wrong. the sound. It, was, it succeeded. <laughs> it succeeded. Um, so then March 13th, 2017, we close out the flight log with their sixth EP, Flight Log Arrival, with the single Never Ever. <laughs> This one was composed by JYP. We haven't seen him in a title for a few, so mm -hmm. as well as with someone named Heavy Metal. Heavy Mental. Mental. Heavy Mental. Mm -hmm. um, and this music video, Jin Young is in a car full of plants that mm -hmm. goes off a bridge, and then he's also again in his box. Yeah. But they have to save him again from both drowning and a box. Um, they are wearing coats and vests buttoned in every possible way something could be buttoned or not buttoned. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just like very high drama. <laughs> yeah. And it's also kind of the first like sultry got seven title. I feel like this is like their sexiest oh, yeah. title track so far. Um, and it has kind of like a Latin ish beat to it with like a lot the of verses. It's techno. definitely, I feel like it might also be maybe their most like Frankenstein-y of songs mm. because I feel like the verses are that like low, like, mm -hmm. And they like, I don't know, they like sing the and like, yeah, you're right. Mm. It's kind of like choppy or something. And then the chorus is just like, squeaky gate, squeak, squeak. Yeah. <laughs> like it just suddenly becomes noise. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Um, but the lyrics to this one are like, every time that you called for me, I wasn't there. And like, I wasn't ready before now, mm. but now I am. And I'm never going to let you go. I'm never going to make you cry. Never, ever. This album has, or this EP has eight tracks with seven member credits. So everyone except this main title has a member on it. It hit number one on Gowan and Billboard and got five music show trophies. Um, and the Flight Log Trilogy, according to an agassé on the internet, <laughs> um, represented... Departure was supposed to be pure love, 
turned into masculine energy breaking through the growing pains of troubled youth, that's turbulence, to arrive at the happy ending of true love, arrival. Mm. So that's supposed to be the like poetic through line of the interesting whole series um and for never ever there are two dance practices one called unlock and one called unreleased mm. and most of the boys all have like brown natural hair colors except for young jay who has blonde pink hair and bam bam whose hair is white oh um okay on october 10th 2017 this was a fun or at least it was promoted a lot which was the seventh ep seven for seven it was their seventh EP. It had been seven months since they had put something. It was like a it's lot of 2017. All the teasers were like seven, 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 seven. Um, so the main single of this one is called You Are. It's a beautiful sky. And this song was composed by JB, Mirror Boy, D. Ham and Moon Hanmiru. And um, it the music video has all of the members in different locations in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And they're all holding these like seven pendants. And they're like looking for each other. And then they find each other and they put the pendants in a circle. And they dance on a beautiful roof. And I couldn't tell if it was sunset or sunrise. But the sun is bright and it's beautiful. Oh, it's beautiful. And the the song itself is very like soaring and kind of like inspirational or whatever. It feels very grand, I think. Um, And they do have a lot of references to flying again. Um, And the point move kind of capitalizes on that like soaring feel of the chorus because it's a lot of big open arms and like grand spins the spins with like powerful are the best. landings um and they at a certain point just end in like a beautiful pile of pretty boys they look great um the lyrics to this song are like the sky is clear like you you heal me and make the world bright and apparently jb wanted to call the song beautiful sky because that's mm. the refrain but jyp talked him out of it and said it should be more poetic because he said that he wrote this song based after he watched that anime movie, uh, Your Name. Ah. Because I guess there's a lot of very beautiful sky animation in yes. Your Name. So he like, that was what inspired mm. the song. So I think JYP wanted you are your name, like something like that gotcha. instead of the literal beautiful sky. But I always forget that that's what this song is called because beautiful yeah. sky is what they say. Fair enough. Let's see. This album hit number one on Gowan Weekly, number two on Billboard World, but it didn't win any music show trophies. Mm. According to JB, the album concept for this one was coexisting with darkness and anxiety. Ooh. Um, and I read a couple of reviews of the album and all of the critics agreed that this seemed like a turning point for GOT7, but they didn't agree on whether they thought that was good mm. or that the album felt like a cohesive, cohesive enough. Yeah. But it definitely felt like a moment. Or I like would something was, yeah, this I feel like is the start of fashionista got seven for sure. I feel like the looks in the music video are a little more like slick. Um, and then like in the, b-side or whatever that they that the follow-up release we'll talk about like i also think they were like very like fashionable yeah they look very beautiful but yeah i think it might like having jb be the main writer of the title track for the first time as Mm -hmm. opposed to jyp or whatever swedish person he hired 
that might also inform that like, yeah. oh, this is what God seven, like what God what seven God says seven God is. seven is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So in December of 2017, I thought this was interesting. They re-released seven for seven. It's not a repack. It has mm. no new tracks. It's not a repack. They just put it out with a Christmas cover. Interesting. Just a new cover. But to celebrate that, they did make a music video for a B-side on this album called Teenager. Yeah, you make me think. You make me think. You which is another one of my favorite GOT7 songs. Oh my god, it's so good. It's so sexy. It's got like all these great drippy, like slow synths and a lot of like heavy breathing so as heavy the beat. Breathing. Like the beat is breathing. I can't do anything if you tell me good boy. Like, come yes, on. Yes, come on. <laughs> come on, JB. Give me a break. <laughs> Please. But the music video is just them being hot fashion boys in a graffiti alley, and they are very hot. Yeah. And you make them feel like teenagers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is so fun. Like, they do seem more grown in the album, in the music video, too. Like, they're growing up, etc. And we have some brighter hair. Yugyum has, like, bright orange, yellow hair. Silver slash aqua bam bam with like very oh, short yeah, size yeah, yeah. sides. That was a great. That's hair when he started bam doing bam. his like buzzy haircuts yes. to really make his tiny make head his look tiny. Tiny face really pop. Um, and Mark's hair is like super bright, fire engine red. Um, for dance practices, we got one of each for you are and teenager. No special versions, but but there's one of each at least. Um, On November 15th in 2017, the last thing they did for this year, um, they released their second Japanese EP, which was called Turn Up, the single of the same name. And they promoted this with their third Japanese tour, 13 shows in five cities over about a month. Um, But this was the first album and tour that Jackson did not participate in because of both health and scheduling conflicts. Um, okay, so then March 12th, 2018, 8th EP, entitled Eyes On You, the single is Look. This song was composed by almost the same crew as you are jb mirror boy d ham and then this time someone named moonhan mirror uh the music video for this one has the members in slow-mo in various absolutely lovely backdrops Mm -hmm. Just like turning over their shoulders and looking beautiful. And looking at you. <laughs> and JB has a mullet. Oh. This was when the mullet came to JB's us. mullet, long may he reign. <laughs> I loved his mullet so, so much. Um, I will forever be obsessed with this choreography. I feel like as go- going through this, every choreography, I'd be like, this is my favorite God 7 <laughs> choreography. And then no, the next one is. But the bowing, the like move where they're quickly doing their little yeah. feet Vs and like bowing in different up and downs. I like, it's so satisfying. Yeah. Because the bows go on a like, 
a lower downbeat that you wouldn't expect, but you hear it because the choreo is mm. going with it. And it's just so clever and it looks so good. Yeah. And like right before that, they do this like great, like that, like G friend rough, like shuffle move. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where the, they, yes. Oh my God. I know what you mean. So they do that to like change formation and like come forward on the like big start of the chorus. And they do this great little like finger wave. Mm. And then they do their little like, Tondu bow. Um, and then there's a really nice like dance break in the middle of it that just has Yugyum and Jin Young. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a really great like floor section, like where they do some cool floor choreo and they have a lot of great like big arm formations, you know, where you do like arm choreo that makes almost like an optical illusion. Cause you're all in a line. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking yeah. about? So yeah, there's a lot of really, really cool, like eye catching choreography and look. Yeah, um, the lyrics of this one are just like, look at me and don't be afraid or worried. Like, keep your eyes on me Mm -hmm. and I'll keep you safe. Um, This album had six tracks, which all had member credits on them and was number one on Gallum albums and 15 on singles and was certified platinum because it sold more than 250,000 copies. And they got one music show trophy. Um, And also worth noting, before this album came out in February, they released a pre-release single called One and Only You that features Hyolin from Sistar. There's a half music video for it. It's only like one verse and one chorus and Mm. there's no Hyolin and they never performed it with her. So unfortunately, and there's nothing special to watch, but it is a good, fun song. I love the idea of like a duet of like Monster X has done it before too, of like a whole group and one girl. It's very funny. Yeah. And that particular song, like I thought it really hit like an old Christina Aguilera song in the best way. I really liked it. Um, They also released a second single on this album. It's a fan song entitled Thank You. They always sing it at their concerts. They put out like a sappy lyric video and a live version of that. Oh, that live version. JB and his dangliest earrings (laughs) giving us the great D'Angelo falsetto that he's since become known for. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There are four dance practices for look. The first one is called shirts version. And I remember when they released it, I was like, I hope are that they means gonna skins do a no version. shirts version. But no, the shirts are dress shirts. They're all wearing oh. like button downs, and that's the shirt version. So Boo. sorry to disappoint. There's also a two times a boyfriend and a part switch for look Fun. as well. Shortly after that was released in May uh, of 2018, they launched their second world tour, which was called Eyes on You. Um, This was their biggest tour to date. It had 21 shows in Asia, North America, South America, and Europe. They performed in 17 different cities and sold 175,000 tickets. One of them was to me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They became the first K-pop group to perform at Brooklyn's Barclays Center. Um, And this tour actually overlapped with their fourth Japanese tour, which was called The New Era. That tour had nine shows in six cities, um, and they they used it to promote their fifth Japanese single of the same name. Um, So very, very, very busy summer for GOT7. Yeah. Yeah. Hopping all around the world. Uh, and then as soon as the tour is over, September 17th, 2018, they released their third 
full album, which is called Present You. And the single was Lullaby. Lullaby, my beloved. <laughs> this song was written by Gloryface, Jake K, and Jin Lee. And the music video features my perfect pastel boyfriend got seven. This is where the concept of pastel boyfriend that I'll yeah. hang on to forever. This is where it <laughs> came, came from. from. Yeah. Um, they're doing dreamy things because it's called lullaby. So like mm -hmm. Mark's in a street where like flowers are growing crazy out of the sidewalk and Jin Young's in a flying car and like Young Jay has toys that are coming alive mm -hmm. and it's like dream stuff. Yeah. And they look so soft and adorable. And the choreography is so perfect. I love the part where they run. They do a little run. Really yes. <laughs> but I love that the main, the main like move in the chorus is a very subtle like hip move where they're just like moving their, they're just moving their hips from side to side and they like touch their two fingers to their mouth and then like move it away or whatever mm -hmm. because the chorus is um, sweet talk to me, babe. Mm -hmm. um, and so they like touch their lips about like sweet talk and they just like stare right into the camera and like move well, they their hips their little while they grindy. wiggle their little hips. Um, but I really cannot like emphasize about and emphasize enough how much I fucking loved this comeback. <laughs> it was really great. I shit you not. I watched it every day, mm -hmm. every day for like a whole month. I when this came it. out, I would watch either like the performance version or the music video or a dance practice or the fucking Spanish version. Oh my God. Right. Because this song was put out in four languages, which was very special, which was very special, especially because a, their accents are great. Very good at singing in Spanish, got seven. And B, the lyrics matched perfectly. There is nothing want. weird about the syncopation. In fact, it almost sounds so perfect in Spanish that I wondered, like, was this first written in Spanish? Mm. Because it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, other people agreed because the song won 10 music show trophies. This was their most winningest song Hell ever. yeah. Um, yeah, and this album has 16 tracks, including, like we said, four different versions of Lullaby, which are all really great. And there's solo tracks from all of the members on this album as well. They all got to, like, produce a solo track, so they all have, like, a track that's theirs, and they helped write it or do something Fun. with it as well. So cute. Um, and we got three Lullaby dance practices, a suit, a boyfriend, and a pajama! Cute! Pajamas. Pajamas. Um, so then they repacked this album in December of 2018, and it was called Present You and Me. Adorable. And the single is called Miracle. This song was again composed by JYP and 153 Joombus, and it is a piano ballad with more Christmassy or little sleigh bell jingles mm -hmm. to give us our to Christmassy feeling. To give you that feeling. winter vibe, yeah. And the music video of this one has GOT7 as go 
ghosts <laughs> or maybe angels. Maybe angels is nicer, but they're invisible. Is yeah. Right. And they're making this little girl's like Christmas dreams come true, but she can't see them. Like we see them putting a scarf mm-hmm. on her and then it cuts away and the scarf is just floating because <laughs> God seven is invisible. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, But yeah, the lyrics of this one are like, I met you at the end of winter. And so then it became spring and you warmed my cold heart and I'm warm because of you. So lovely. Yeah. It's really funny to like, know that JB didn't want to sing at first because he's just such a good singer and like his voice is so pretty on this song but this song also has singing Jackson and almost singing Mark which are just two very underutilized singers I agree got seven I love Jackson's singing voice I agree okay the next thing is taking us to 2019 the first thing they did in 2019 was on january 30th they released their third japanese ep which was titled i won't let you go a single of the same name this ep went to number one on the oricon chart for the whole week um and just a few months later in march the subunit just two which had yugyum and jb in it they debuted and they went on a showcase tour where they played in seven cities across asia so then May 20th, 2019, ninth EP entitled Spinning Top, colon, Between Security and Insecurity, with the single Eclipse. Eclipse was written by JYP, JB, Mirror Boy, Dham, and Moonhan Mirror. So that's all the people from uh, UR, I mm-hmm. think, or from Look. That's Both. the Look team. Yeah. Um, but this music video features like a lot of shadows and really trippy architecture, like stairs to nowhere and mm-hmm. like you know ornate hallways and columns and mirrors and spooky boxes and like i don't know it's just got rapidly passing time it's yeah. just kind of got that like artsy shadowy museum-y kind of vibe and almost no choreography in this music video which is rare for got seven like they really don't bother to feature the choreo of eclipse in the main music video which i thought was interesting that is interesting um the lyrics to this one are like very dark it's like the darkness is coming for me again it's gonna swallow me again like will you still be there like smiling like promise you'll still be around so that i can win my fight against the darkness um jb said that the concept of this album was anxiety Mm. And he had gone looking into his old like diaries <laughs> to like look for inspiration for writing. And he said he realized that he would have the same like dark cycles or like the same mm. insecurities like in a cycle, like over a spinning and over top. And over. So that was supposed to be the whole concept of the album where it like starts out with these like sad songs and then it like comes back around. Mm. Interesting. Um and yeah, this album went to number one on Gowan Weekly and was 18 overall for 2019. Wow. And it won them an album Bonsang at the 2020 Golden Discs. Good for them. There's three dance practices for Eclipse. A plain one, one that is directed by Jackson, 
and a part switch. Oh, fun. Um, the choreo for Eclipse is really beautiful and very cool. The like main point move features like these great knee moves where they like get down and they do a lot of like floor choreography. But Eclipse is interesting because it's they one of the first songs where they do a lot of really interactive choreo. Like mm. there's a ton of like interlocking arms and like the main part of the of the chorus has them like coming together and like wrapping their yeah, hands they wrap around one around. of their yeah, around somebody else's hand. Um so it's really it's really fun to watch. It's definitely like a sight to see. Mm-hmm. Shortly after this EP came out, they launched their third world tour called Keep Spinning on June 15th. This tour had 17 shows in Asia, North America, Latin America, Oceania, and Europe. They played in 20 cities across 16 countries. And the final leg of it from August 2019 to May 2020 was postponed and rescheduled for COVID safety, but not canceled. Only the show in Kuala Lumpur. Mm. But rescheduled to win. I assume it didn't happen. They must have had to give those people their money back by now. Unless they were... Oh, I don't know, actually. That's a good question. Because I still paid... I paid for Monster no, X know tickets what? back then. That, and they're still, still TBD. TBD. Oh, still TBD. They're still TBD'd. So perhaps the post-JYP era will be what we get. We'll get that Finishing keep spinning. That tour. Just keep spinning. <laughs> um, the next month in July, uh, on July 31st, they released their fourth Japanese EP, which was titled Love Loop, single of the same name. Um, this was a special edition album that, or no, they released a special edition album of this in December with six new original Japanese songs. And they promoted the EP with their fifth Japanese tour called Our Loop, which had seven shows in four cities the summer of 2019. Well, the way that the Japanese tours overlap with the other one and are different and call a different thing. It's It's so so nuts. And they're promoting different albums on the different tours. So that means that they have to have... It's not the same show. Exactly. Two different set lists in their pocket, ready to go. And they're probably going back and forth between like one yeah. week they're doing Keep Spinning and the other week they're doing Love Loop. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Wild. So November 4th, 2019, they released their 10th EP. Dear Lord. Titled Call My Name with the single You Calling My Name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. song has nine writers jyp isran kaz jb lewis shurl marco barrero benjamin ingrosso david brooke and mag there's so many people listed. so many um it is a really good song though. it is a good song <laughs> and this music video features for the first time in eight five six years suits finally we get finally. our suits Finally, a suit concept. And not just any suits, leather suits. Oh, yes. And these leather suits have very interesting cutouts in different places. Yes, I was going to say, I think that the fact that the leather suits have no shirts underneath them make this the most skin ever shown in a Definitely God's the video. sluttiest concept. And they're wearing like three-piece leather suits. 
Um, but this music video is really cool aerial choreo shots and like lots of shadows and broken glass and green smoke. And um, and then they, they do their cute little, their little dancey dance. Yeah, they do this great dance. Like the opening choreography happens on the floor, like with the aerial camera shot. And they do like this clock where JB's in the middle and he literally like rolls Walks around on, on the floor. Yeah. Um, and it's really cool. Um, and then they have like... I love the Bam Bam verse where they're all like or whatever, but he's the only one standing and they're all bent oh, over yes. and they just kind of like pop up on certain like boop uh, or whatever. It's great. Uh, um, yeah. On the little, uh, <laughs> but the main like move in the chorus is again, a teeny tiny hip wiggle where they have one hand on their ear and the other hand out. Like they're like singing and they just go like, Code my name. <laughs> With this like teeny tiny little hip wiggle. Um, and surprisingly, because it is, it's so funky and we talked about it last year, it was definitely in my tops of the year. Mm-hmm. Or fuck, two years, whatever. How many, Whenever this came whenever out. Whenever this was, I was excited about it. Um, because it like builds in such an interesting way and it ends up as like a full-blown disco song and it yes. starts like with nothing. But lyrically, this is a breakup song. It's like about, I miss you calling my name. Like, my Uh, days don't have any meaning anymore because I don't hear you calling my name. And like, I'm only, I need to hear you call my, when you call my name. Mm. Um, Yeah, I love the like more stripped down sound of this. Um, And it has like great plucky bass. It also has the, again, iconic mark line that definitely should have been in our English game. You are a part of me. You're the it's reason a, for my life. You and me, we are when you're one not here. I'm, I'm not, not here, here. etc. <laughs> it's fantastic. But you know what? This song is perfect. Either including Mark's lines or despite Mark's lines. I don't give either a fuck. Way. I love it. I, also I love, love everything how many, about it. It has so many fun little there's just so many like vocal outbursts because yeah, there's like no 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 oh and then it turns into ooh ooh <laughs> and like there's a lot of like oh, it's like there's just lots yes. of strange little sounds like used for little like uh, moments and it's great. Good song. Good song. Uh, this was the first. Or wait, this album sold 298,000 copies that year. Wow. Number five on Billboard World and number one on the Gown Weekly album chart. Um, This was the first JYP artist to sell over 100,000 copies in the first day. Their like pre-orders were their highest ever. Um, And JB said that this album was inspired by the fans during the Spinning Top tour because the Spinning Top thing was about anxiety and then he said that they were calmed by the presence of their fans. So like mm. this is supposed to So like when you call my the the you know the the heart of when you call my name is like it you calms know, I need me. you. Yeah. Like you calm me or whatever. Yeah. So that was supposed to be the point of the album. Um there are three dance practices for you calling my name. A regular, a name tag survival version, and a part switch. Okay, I highly recommend watching the name tag survival one. This is one of my favorite dance practices that God7 <laughs> has ever done. Because they basically play like a Knowing Brothers game where the point of the dance practice is to make it through with your name tag still attached on your shirt. And JB 
immediately like this is one when I say JB is one of the funniest idols this is my example of why because he has a very quiet sense of humor and he will just like as soon as they start he just goes and crawls face first under a table like wedges himself in between a cabinet and he just sits there like the whole time and no they all forget that he's he's there there. because he knows that in the chaos he can just slip away silently and hide and it works wow and he's it's hilarious it's very very much worth watching Um, That year ended with them winning the first grand prize at the Asia Artist Awards for the performance of the year, and they landed in the number four spot on Billboard's year-end Social 50 Artists chart. Okay, bringing us into 2020 on April 20th, (laughs) they released their 11th EP entitled Die, but spelled D-Y-E. Like the color, not the verb. And the single was Not By The Moon. This song also has a ton of writers. JYP, Lee Sulran, Jay and Rudy, Isaac Han, Aaron Kim, and Okiro. And the music video for this one... Is like again, I feel like their last couple of music videos all had like art museum vibes. Mm-hmm. Cause they're like in what appears to be like a fancy art museum and they're wearing like shiny, silky outfits and there's doves and JB's curls are so glorious. And then Jackson's in a throne and there's like shirtless modern dancers like mm-hmm. posing around the throne. It's very artsy. Yeah, it's very artsy. It's very like fashion prints. They're wearing like um, expensive looking fabrics like velvet and silk. There's one set where they're all in like gorgeous white suits of different kinds bam bam has like elbow length gloves it's very dramatic um and jackson sings very nicely in it jb's hair is so long and pretty um but yeah the song i don't know how to describe the sound of the song i wrote like dramatic club sirens question yeah because the sound the like actual sounds being used in the makeup of the under melody are so electronic Mm -hmm. and strange but the song itself is like almost more of a ballad yeah, or something. Totally. But it has like really high drama. Mm-hmm. And there's like a smoky. I don't know. The vibes are really interesting. It's very odd because I almost feel like if you just listen, like if you listened to the vocal line of it without the instrumental, you might assume that it is gonna be a slower song. Mm-hmm. Um But then, yeah, like, the chorus is really, like, urgent. And, like, even the choreography does, like, on the part where they're, like, na-na-na-na-na-na-na, they do this, like, really, really fast, like, beat where they go, like, and it looks really, it's a really silly move. Yeah. Where they, like, move back and forth and they, they like, have their arm in front of them and they do this, like, crazy, like, fast feet thing. It's a lot of weird contradictions in this song, I think. Yeah. Um, the song itself is like about the lyrics are just keeps telling the person who's listening to the song to not 
change their mood so often like the moon mm. like stop changing so constantly by the moon and then the chorus is like swear upon the moon jeez that Louise. you will not like that you will stay like <laughs> loving me forever don't be flighty like i don't know it's wow, drama um this album sold 339,000 copies i think that's the most so far and topped gown weekly and monthly album charts and was number four on the billboard world and they got three music show trophies for this one and it broke their personal record for first day and first week sales i love this album i think it's their best album it has no skips and i love it um but i also read that die is apparently supposed to be a wordplay like you are supposed to think of death Oh. Like they wanted it to be like die, but also no, just like color, like changing, mm. like not just death, like ugh, color. Like, I don't know. They, they wanted it to be a double entendre title, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at this lyric that you wrote here with this, um, wordplay of every day I used to be colorless tomorrow will be died with you. Just like this. I die with you, yeah. but it's D Y E, right? That is very clever. I like that. And tomorrow will be died with you. Like it will be stained yeah. or tainted with you. And I will be like, that color will get onto me so as well. So I will die, but yeah. I'll also die. I love that. Yeah. That's very smart. I like it. Um, there are four dance practices for not by the moon, a plain one, a random speed and a part switch. And also a version that they call badly do moon version. Um, this is just like a made up. It's just a made up Lido moon is not a real person, but it's like a joke on the title. And basically some managers are wearing like ski masks and they're supposed to do the dance and like, hold up a little card with like a word on it really quick. And so God seven is supposed to be able to keep doing the dance and also be able to say like whatever words they showed Mm. them or something. It's a really complicated game and it's like a 15 minute video. I don't think it counts as a dance practice. It seems like a silly game, but whatever. (laughs) And they also did dance practices for the B sides aura and poison. Mm -hmm. So there's so many dance practices for this album. Yeah. And the choreography for both aura and poison are fantastic like so good um so highly highly recommend watching performances of both those songs next up november 30th 2020 they released their fourth full album which is entitled breath of love colon last piece and the single is breath This song was written by Ju Chan Yang, Lavin, Ni Hua, and Young Jae. And the music video for this one, the members are all like walking separately, either on a street or in a black box, and then they kind of like flash into each other or like flash in different places. But I remember posturizing when this video came out that they did not shoot it at the same time like yeah i don't think jackson was there i don't think he was either. i think it was all composited exo mm-hmm. style because everyone was really busy yeah so there's not really choreo they're just there's walking. no choreo this is also another this is i think maybe the only music video that has zero choreography in it yeah entire because i don't think that they were ever together at a certain point um but it is an excellent whistle song 
great just whistle song. Hot boys being hot in really good jackets. JB's mullet is at its mulletiest. Um, and yeah, Blonde Jackson, too powerful, too swoopy. <laughs> too um, powerful. Too powerful. Um, but the choreography is fun, even though it's not featured in, in the, the music, music video. video. There is a dance practice for it, as we'll talk about. But it focuses a lot on like the isolations, and there's really good arm formations in this choreo. Um, yeah, this is just such a nice song, and like many before it, it's a similar like you know you're the only, you're the thing you make me breathe mm-hmm. is the refrain like you know you are the breath in my lungs or whatever and you put the warm again like you warmed me you're my yeah. sun you're my sky you're my winter story you're my all everything. the things they've been saying all this time. This album sold 457,000 copies. That's even more. That's almost half a million. And peaked at number three on Gowan Weekly and hit number four on the Billboard Heat Seekers chart, which is different than the normal Billboard world. And like we said, there is a dance practice for Breath. And there's also a dance practice from the other uh, song off that they promoted off this album called Last Piece. Mm. You're the missing last piece. You're the missing last piece. The dance practice for breath, I will just say they are going to seven very different events. There are seven (laughs) very different outfits. And Jackson is wearing like half a shirt because Mm. his shirt doesn't have sleeves, but nor does it have sides. Uh, It goes all the the way down. My note is literally just Jackson, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) That's all I wrote down. Um, But that was the last thing they did in 2020. And on January 11th in 2021, JYP announced that all of the member contracts will expire on the 19th and that none of the members will renew their contract. So JB becomes JB at Higher Music. Mark starts his own studio and signs with Creative Artists Agency. Jackson represents himself with Team Wang. Jin Young signs with BH Entertainment. Young Jae signs with Sublime Artists entertainment bam bam signs with abyss company and yugiam signs with aomg so they scatter to the winds and i last i heard jackson is still in china and mark is still in la so they're also in three different countries right now that is true also is i don't true. know where bam bam is that's also could be more countries. could be even could more. be more um but as a goodbye to their or not as a goodbye as a see you later yes to their agase They released one more song on February 20th of this year entitled Encore. This song was written by Jin Young and Trippy. And the music video is them recording the song in the studio and just like cuddling and goofing. And in the middle, they stop to say like, we promised you like, we'll always be together like just wait for us like we love you and then bam bam goes skirt skirt like <laughs> it's like such a nice it's like such a nice thing and he, like then as they're like, like bye skirt skirt like he's just gotta get it out um and then it ends with like concert footage and the agas it ends with the agase chanting like encore encore um and it's very sad and sweet and i was really I was wondering where the video came, like, 
I went searching. I'm like, did JYP have anything to do with this? No, Mark paid for the whole thing, and according I think he to the pro- credits. He produced it with his Mark Twan studio. Yeah, so thank you, Mark, for giving us one last thing. Yeah. Um, but this song didn't chart in Korea, but it did hit number three on the Billboard world. Good for them. So that's where we are left right now. The GOT7s are all in different places. They also... None of them have militaried, the ones that have to. That's true. So, like, we got some waiting time. JB even said from his own mouth, it's going to be a couple of years. Mm -hmm. So we should hunker down and appreciate their solo work and all of this beautiful stuff that we just talked about because it's still there for loving and appreciating and it's not going anywhere. Yes, and I will say, like, God 7 it was interesting to do this deep dive because, like I said at the beginning, I had never bought any of their albums. I only bought singles, and then I, like, listened to some of their more recent albums all the way through. Very solid discography from the beginning. Like, there is no shortage of content to enjoy while GOT7 is on this hiatus. Jackson is continuing to be incredibly busy. Young Jay just recently put out stuff. Yugyum and JB have had solo releases since then. Like, they're all very busy. You definitely, we will not be without yeah we won't be without them that's very true um so we will take a quick break and be right back to watch their second most popular music video if you do all right we are back and if you would like to watch if you do with us just pull it up and press play when i say go i'm so excited for this i love this song i love this dance here we go three Two, one, go. All right. Suits. So much neon. Oh, well, these are kind of suits, I guess. Be like this. Forget it. Okay, but then here they're just wearing like acid, acidy jeans yeah. and these Printed graphic tees. Chunky belts. Oh my God, here's one of my favorite. Oh, yes. Oh, oh the story was so it. good. Blonde Jackson. Oh, white into his Jackson. eyes. Yeah, he doesn't usually have his hair like in <gasps> his face. Oh my god, the structure, <laughs> the roof structure in the snow. K-pop classic. Also, that really cool move that we just missed, where like Jackson falls behind them and Yugyum falls out of the group. Yes, very cool. They have such good choreo. This is my yes! favorite. Oh, this is one of the best. Oh, it's just so. Oh, it fits. <gasps> looks so oh, the hair pushed back. It just like fits so yeah. nicely in the way they like dig in with the angst of it all. Mm-hmm. Like, and they like really are. Yeah, their faces are and so. Pulling oh! on their shirts. No. Yeah, and this is truly like the catchiest angsty song. I totally agree with you. One of the best K-pop songs of all time. Look at that skinny. <laughs> I didn't say it in this episode, but I always get mad at Mark because he is an amalgamation of the three boys I had crushes on in high school. <laughs> and so there's many so there's things bitterness that he annoys me. <laughs> or I should say, I am annoyed that I am attracted to him. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, take your jacket off. You're so angry. 
I love that foot move. It's so good. Oh, and look at how much eyeliner they're wearing. They're wearing a lot of makeup in this. I noticed that there was a point, I guess around here, where Jackson was wearing eyeliner all the time. Mm. Like even on promotions and like, he just always had a lot of eyeliner. He looks beautiful. He oh looks my God, great. they're so mad. So angry. Here it comes, here comes my voice part. <laughs> I love this. Oh, and this, the little spin. Oh my god, he looks so intense. Oh, smash that yeah. shit. Skinny, skinny Bam Bam with his choker. Okay, but yu gi I would not open the door if you were pounding Banging on the on door like so that. viciously. Wow. Jin Young is ruining all the paintings he did of this white girl. <laughs> They're so mad. They're so upset. Oh, don't bang your <gasps> no, head like crying. No, Sobbing. Actor Jin Young is sobbing. He is an actor. Oh my God, Mark, actor. don't look at me like that. Don't look at me at all. They're mad. <laughs> Yay! Yay! God, God seven. seven. Um, do you have a God seven related recommendation? Yeah, I have a couple. Great. Um, so first, these are re reiterations that I know I have suggested on the show before, but they're very important to me, so they remain evergreen. Great. The first is the "If You Do" two times dance from Weekly Idol. It's one of my favorite two times dances of all time. Nice. They like really do that foot move so good, so fast. And there's a very funny part where Jin Young takes his shoes off because he can't do it in these big clunky shoes, and he's just wearing those little toes, yeah, those little toe socks, and he's like trying to fix them and do the like every day and like fixing his socks at the same time. <laughs> and it's so it's funny, chaotic. and it's really great, and I love it. The other one is a video I go to constantly if I just need to laugh. And that is GOT7 singing Never Ever on the Young and Nam show. They do, they give them those voice change microphones. Oh, nice. And like they give Bam Bam the like highest pitched one and he can't stop laughing. And there's a part where he just literally screams into it because he's laughing so hard. <laughs> It's so funny. It cheers me up every time I watch it. So check that one out. And then just a plain old song recommendation. It didn't come up in the episode, but it is one of my favorite songs of theirs recently. It's a song from Call My Name, and it's called Thursday. And it's so fun. Oh, that song it's is fun. It's such a fun song. I think they did a couple of stages of it, too, where they just like looked like sweet boys. And it's just like a night, I don't know, it's just a really nice song about being like, it's our Thursday. It's basically almost the weekend. And I like that energy. <laughs> yes. I, I like often, celebrating a Thursday. I That's often fine. bring that energy into my Thursdays. So I appreciate the validation. Um, but yeah, truly, like any God 7 reality variety show, they're always funny. Hard Carry 2 is almost exclusively them getting like blackout drunk in a vacation house. Nice. <laughs> but they're all really funny and good. They're just such an entertaining group. 
you can't go wrong. Like pick anything and like yeah. you will laugh or be entertained. They're so entertaining. Totally. I, I I second all of the like fun, goofy dance practices. Like if there's a song of theirs that you liked the sound of, look the dance practices up. Chances are there's more than one of them. Um, for just a straight song recommendation, I want to recommend a song off of the Breath of Love colon Last Piece album, which is called Thank You, Comma, Sorry. It's a really, really pretty ballad that is a side of Got7 that we don't see very often, um, and it's really nice. But I also want to recommend and shout out to like the YouTube playlist that goes with this um, episode because it is both of these videos are in there. But like we said, they also um, promoted Aura and Poison off of the Die album and the Dingo Aura video and the Poison Studio, Studio Choom are both incredible dance videos. Aura is like a very sexy song. They do half of the first half of it with blindfolds. They have like pretty flowy, silky tops and it's like very dramatic. And then Poison is this incredibly fun whistle song that has really, really, really cool choreography that fits, that features like a door, like a prop door mm, that they go in and yes. out of. Um, and they're wearing like gorgeous blue suits. So like, because we've talked so much about how fun their choreography is to watch, I highly recommend both of those dance videos. They are off of the Die album, Aura and Poison. Yay! Yay! Got seven! We love you, and we can't wait to see what else you do. Yeah, I, I'm just so happy that, like, I know it's, like, a bummer that they're, like, not together right now and that the rest of it is kind of in the air, but I just think it's very nice that... It ended. They're all friends. Mm -hmm. They didn't fight with JYP. JYP didn't take their name. Like, yeah. I don't know. It didn't like end in an ugly way. So it gives me hope that like there could be more in the future because they totally. all still like love each other and they didn't, you know, get mm -hmm. sued or something weird. Exactly. They still have all the pieces in place to do more. Um, but I would not be surprised if it took many years for them to get back together. If only because now, like for the first time, they have the full freedom to explore their solos. They do eventually. A few of them have to go to the military. So like, it'll be a while. Yeah, but we're all waiting for something. I get no shiny music next year. Like, you know, we're all waiting for something. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> It's XO fine. like doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. We're all in We're all yeah. waiting for something. <laughs> it's okay. But thank you so much for tuning into this God 7 deep dive. I hope if you are a true Agase, it was nice. And if you heard nothing about God 7 before this, that you are interested in them now. They're um, worth it. They're worth it. Um, if you would like to find us, we can be found on the internet at AMA K pop pod on all of the places, amakpoppod at gmail.com for emails. Um, like I said, we are looking for book club answers and uh, casting for our fictional idol gossip movie. So you can send mm -hmm. those email, Google form, send a voicemail, 181 AMA K pop 5. I would love to have book reviews in voicemail form. 
Um, but just know we might play you on the show if you call. To the yes, so I be say prepared. that on the notice, but just so you know, if you call us, I might play you. Yeah. Um, you can send us packages to P.O. Box 26096, Los Angeles, California, 90026. The playlist for this episode is on our YouTube channel. We'll probably make an audio version for Spotify as well. Absolutely. Um, please, if you have not already voted from last week's episode in our opposing title face off, Make sure that you vote. The Google form link is in the episode description of that episode. And yeah, super looking forward to discussing Idol Gossip and casting it next week. Um, I know you guys are reading it and it's exciting. So again, thank you for tuning in. We love you. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye and got seven. <laughs> Jonghyun, you're inspiration.